0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's April. If you weren't paying attention to the schedule, calendar has cropped up on you. April 11th, 2023, and this is another edition of the MSP Initiative Live. Not anywhere specific, but just live to your computer and hopefully to a podcast near you. This session and every other session of MSP Initiative is recorded. So when people give out their cell phone numbers at the end of these things, you know where to go back and check them believe it or not that happens uh mspinitiative.com here's uh our new website so you'll see sessions here is where podcasts and video format of these um sessions go there's a community minds event we're doing in denver in august so if you're not doing anything on the 13th and 14th of august before you know back to school kicks in and the football season starts come and join us in august we have a lot of good expert people that are coming in uh, more that to be added to that list, but effectively, we're bringing people from around the community to basically get you past a PowerPoint slide, maybe teach you a few things. And to be honest with you, I think that's well needed. Then we have our crazy list of parties, which I know Brian, who's on the call, will love. We'll introduce him in a second. Next month in Prague, approximately 30 days from today, we'll be doing uh, a party around Enable's European conference called Empower. Uh, In June, we'll be doing one around DattoCon and Kaseya's Dublin event. Uh, In, I believe, October, September, October, October, there'll be uh, DattoCon Dublin, or I'm sorry, Miami. So that's uh, coming up. This is a second event at the Taylor Business Group Big Big in August as well. So we're doing this in Fort Lauderdale. And then lastly, the one that, you know, Closes out the year. Last year for us was the All-American Rejects. Uh, We flew into town, believe it or not, uh, during apparently a hurricane, before the airport shut down and somehow got what may be the best party of all time in the books, hard to top. Two more things. Our community offers are just vendors that have thrown some cool offers out there. Maybe Brian will throw one up uh, later on. And our industry calendar, because quite frankly, it's hard to keep track of all of these events. So we just have cool collaborated with everyone that just pull all their dates into one place if nothing other than to keep ourselves in check if you're missing something on this schedule feel free to submit an event and we will happily post it all that being said tuesday how you doing brian uh good good oh, and we go back a long time with brian uh, to things that we almost forget but uh like probably to bring- shouldn't
1: talk about either
0: well I, I i don't know what you're talking about uh <laughs> brian from QuoteWorks, who has been around the block for a long time. That's not a knock on you, Brian, by the way. That just means that you've you've been in the trench, and you know what it looks like and feels like. And it's been, uh, you know, sometimes, like, as all things go, history does repeat itself, doesn't it?
1: Uh, definitely does. Definitely okay. does.
0: So for anyone that hasn't run into you before, Brian, um, why don't you give a little history, Yeah, you know, a little... Walk down memory lane, right? I mean, you've had a pretty cool story throughout the the uh, the sandbox, I like to call it channel. Yeah. So, uh, please do tell. How did you? Where did you start? How did you get to where you are at? And then we'll uh, we'll go from there.
1: Yeah. So how I started was uh, definitely interesting. I started off actually uh, having my own, uh, uh, being a bar myself uh, as an IT consultant. Uh, I used to pull wire you know, built computers, installed software for, for you know, s- small businesses, as well as like uh, just friends around the street and whatnot. So uh, that's where I started. And then, um, you know, I, I ended up working for a uh, a, a military contractor in high school, I'm sorry, in college uh, as a software developer. Um, and uh, while I was in college, I started off in computer science <laughs> didn't want to show up to class. (laughs) Um, So uh, I ended up going a different direction uh, and uh, ended up with a criminal justice degree, uh, as well as psychology. So yeah, so might explain a few things now, George. Uh, (laughs) But uh, so started down that direction. And uh, I decided, you know what, maybe law enforcement is not the right thing for me. And uh, I started going looking at my different options. And I started with a, uh, a small software company called Aspire Technologies. Uh, nobody knew about them because uh, John Liu, uh, who founded the company, uh, moved from Chicago to Orlando a month prior, and uh, and they, he had like something like 1,000 users, which is great, uh, but it was very small, so uh, I started off on his dining room table doing technical support, <laughs> uh, and uh, so 23 years later i am still with the same company and uh we uh we now have over eighty-eight thousand users of the software wow
0: exactly so number, so number one I, I gotta really commend you by the way in this day and age like back in the day like when our parents were in it like they'd only like get one two three jobs in their entire career i've yep. got 23 years in the same place congratulations sir yeah. I, I'm a dinosaur,
1: <laughs> but uh, really, I mean, it, the the interesting thing about my position is that my position's always changed and migrated through the years. Like I said, I started off into tech and in tech, technical support. I moved over into development, um, and then I started going into events because there was nobody else here that could do events, so that's what I ended up doing, um, and then I moved over into business development. <laughs> which is what I really like doing, you know, working with customers, working with partners, trying to figure out a solution. Um, and because I am a developer, I'm able to take all of that and uh, that information
0: and create a solution for everybody. That's awesome. That is very awesome. So let me take a, a quick trip down history lane myself. So you guys were around before, like even the IT nations of the world, you know, popped up on the calendar, weren't you?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it just, you know, I started, like I said, uh, in 2000. uh, So it's been a long time. Um, We were actually one of the very first quoting tools ever, um, not just in the VAR and MSP space, but ever. (laughs) So um, I think there were like two or three different quoting tools when I started. um, And, uh, and now, you know, the the space has definitely erupted, which has been good and bad for us at the same time. No,
0: hundred percent. Um, there's still IT and managed services companies that are doing quotes on Microsoft Word. Do you believe that? Ah, uh, it still
1: surprises me. It really does. I mean, especially if they are purchasing through distribution at all, it makes no sense to me. Um, you know, if you're if you're just doing you know a services contract, I could maybe see you using Word, but even then, it's kind of uh, but. With us, what we do is we make it so easy to purchase from distribution. You can see all of your pricing and availability in one place for all the the vendors and distributors that you work with, including even like Amazon Business, for instance, and some of the other uh, companies out there like Newegg and CDW. All of that pricing is in one place, so you can actually see that, compare it, see what's in stock, what's not in stock, as well as when the availability is going to happen as well. So we make it very easy. Uh, to purchase product
0: yeah i mean amazon man a lot of people just go there because it's easy and it shows up the next day yeah not sure that it's the best price but it's surely there well you'd
1: be surprised so um you know we started working with amazon business like almost four years ago i think now and um you know for some of the smaller msps that don't do a lot of business with like td cynics or dnh they sometimes the pricing is going to be better and the best part is you don't have to worry about that that free shipping minimum either
0: yeah no that's true especially with the prime definitely take advantage of that 100 um i feel like a lot of people think that the best way to handle quoting is with some stacked in tool with their crms and stuff Right, uh, and there's a lot of them out there, right? CRM, PSA, ERP, right? We can interchange yep. those acronyms, and yep. you know, some have very basic solutions, some have, you know, maybe maybe more advanced ones. But I feel like everybody just thinks that like it's a, you know, you just get that in the same place. Why isn't that the answer?
1: Yeah. So for us, um, what really put us on the map were our integrations. So when we look at things, um, we look at the the whole uh, holistic view of a solution. Whereas, you know, sometimes we'll say, um, like, say you're using QuickBooks, for instance, you know, that's, you know, the next logical step, you know, as, as opposed to using like word to create your, your, your or proposal. So great. Now you're in a database, but yeah, you're, you're creating that quote in, in QuickBooks, but now, you know, that part that you're quoting needs to exist inside of QuickBooks. So, and how did that part get into that solution. You know, you're not just, you know, it's not like it just magically appears, especially if you're using QuickBooks, you're having to manually type that in or copy and paste that in. And then, you know, we've all been in the industry long enough to know that, hey, that part that we just quoted, it's now no longer the part that we're selling. And we never and we never actually sold that item, we just quoted it. So now we're cluttering our accounting software, which is yeah. not something you want to be doing. Um, or you can take it to the next step. So maybe you're using a CRM. Well, guess what? Now you're running into the same problem. How is that getting in there? Um, you know, a lot of people use, you know, like a HubSpot, for instance, for, you know, their um, or Salesforce.com for their, their sales uh, CRM, for instance. Um, and that's great, but then you still run into those same problems. So that's why you'd wanna be looking at a true quoting platform, especially one that has integrations especially ones that can grow with you as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know there's a lot of interesting scenarios, right? Like let's say I have a very intense project and that project is built out in stages, Mm -hmm. being able to like, number one, set that up inside of the same document that they're going to use to approve everything. Then maybe even set up the ability to collect that first down payment or first segment of things and then obviously, like, I don't want to have to manually go and post that, right? I need that to go somewhere. So that's my QuickBooks, potentially. Yep. And then like, getting all of this information to actually, you know, not just be in, you know, like, I, at some point, I need to actually do work, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if it's a project management tool. I don't know if it's a PSA tool, a ticketing system. But like, at some point, people need to do things, right? right? But before we even get to the doing things part, things also need to be ordered. So like, instead of sending that to somebody to start procuring things separately, you can even tie that part in.
1: Exactly, exactly. So now
0: my journey turned into multiple people and stretching out the time involvement required to just get it off the ground into a little bit of automation and then parking the information once it's done. Right, yeah, I mean, that's the
1: interesting thing too is like a lot of times people see quote works, for instance, and they just think quotes. But we do so much more than just the quoting aspect. Um, you know, we do everything, like I said, integrating with the vendors. But you know, you were talking about the project, for instance. So with QuoteWorks, we have a, a system called QuoteValet, which allows you to electronically deliver a quote to your customer. Um, but then they can digitally sign and accept that quote. And then, like you were saying, with the phases, you can collect that down payment. You can collect, you know, phase one of that of that project, phase two, and as it goes on, you can continue collecting money uh, for that project. And we're not just talking about credit cards, especially with, you know, you know the the fees that you've got with that. But we we work with ACH as well. Um, you know, if you are if you work with like a leasing company, say Great America, for instance, we're able to le- you know create that lease for you, including the lease documents and getting the, the approval process, all in that one solution. Um, wow. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, say you are using a PSA, like Autotask or ConnectWise, we're going to be able to create those opportunities for you in there as well. And then we're going to take that on to the next step. Let's say it's one, let's go ahead. Well, you, need, you have to do the work, right? So we're going to automatically create those tickets for you as well. So that way your, your service
0: techs know what they're supposed to be doing as well. I mean, so basically what this tool sounds like or platform that is, <laughs> yeah. is it lets me scale. Exactly, exactly. So like if you could start off as a one man, you know, operation and like, it's all you. Well, number one, how much time do you have? Probably the least amount of time at that size, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I need to be able to do a lot of things in a short window or else I can't get to the good stuff, right? But then as you build and you become a larger org, now I'm saving a lot of people time across the entire business without having to get stuck. Because like, let's, let's face it, Brian, you've, been, you've seen all the, 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 the skeletons in the closet, so to say. Mm. Sales always gets stuck somewhere in the quoting and presentation of the quote process. Exactly, exactly. And that's, Always. Yeah, definitely. And that's part of
1: where, you know, our quote valet piece comes into play too, because it's not just delivering that quote to the customer, but you get notified the first time they look at it, each additional time they look at it as they make changes on that quote. Um, But beyond that, it'll also act as like an assistant for you as well. And what I mean by that is you get notified, say, you know, seven days after you've delivered that quote to the customer and they haven't even looked at it yet. Mm -hmm. So you've got that extra little tickler there. Also, you know, on the payment side, say they the, um, the, the customer accepted that quote, but they haven't made their first down payment yet, you can get notified as well. And then to really make that full digital assistant, not only are you going to get notified, but they're going to get notified as well saying, hey, you accepted this quote, that's great, but you haven't made payment
0: yet, so we're not going to do anything. So. And, then, and, then, and then the next bottleneck is always like actually ordering the stuff. Right. Definitely. Yeah. I I, I love the square peg ground hole, by the way, where it's like, and maybe there's no real answer to this, but like, let's say you quoted something and it took a while for your customer to actually like, you know, do their part. Right. Go back to order it. And then like, it's not even available anymore. And now you're on delay and now you're stuck for a while.
1: Well, and that's where working with more than one vendor comes into play. Um, And that's something that we've, you know, been been talking up for a long time. You know, a lot of uh, people they'll have like a primary vendor and then like a secondary vendor. Um, with everything that happened with COVID and everything else, that changed. They added. People have been adding more vendors to handle supply chain issues mm-hmm. and whatnot. And one of the things that's nice about our procurement side, when it comes to the electronic ordering with like TD, Cynics or um, DNH or Ingram, Amazon Business you're able to see all the items that you need to order and then see what the availability is at the time you're trying to place that order and then swap the vendor, because just because in your example, you quoted it from, you know, DNH. Well, mm-hmm. now they're out of stock. You know, mm-hmm. what what are you gonna do? But Ingram is gonna have it in stock next week. There you go. So you're able to change on the fly and, and combine orders So you're getting that free shipping minimum. And, and we, we make that so much easier when it comes to the procurement side. And then we're going to create that purchase order for you inside of ConnectWise or Autotask or QuickBooks or whatever you're using.
0: I got to tell you, it's like multiple check boxes of like human being bottlenecking, right? Yeah, How many times do you, even, even like, we forget, forget the quoting part of it, right? It's like, <laughs> hey, I sent in a quote or I went onto the, the portal and it didn't have the exact thing I needed. So then I had to reach out to a rep I had to ask a question and like all that back and forth. Like I, I'm just, to me, right? Like I always do the, got to pick up the phone and call and send the email or else you're never going to get anything from these people. Right. Uh, like, and that's still the case today, by the way, that hasn't changed. Um, so like, it's just interesting now how like, you know, what we've done, what I'm hearing is multiple check boxes of bottlenecks solved, a scaling tool and, and, Somebody, you know, like almost a safety net, right? Because you forget to communicate with people, right? So that's... Mm -hmm. And then lastly, it's like, hey, like if I actually have multiple people who are in the sales seat, right? Like, let's say I'm not the only person quoting in the company, right? And the larger you get, the more often that is. Number one, it's almost like bar rescue, right? If everybody doesn't present their stuff the same way, then like you have an inconsistent experience, number one. So like, Mm -hmm. I want to make my drink the same way. It should be the same recipe no matter who the bartender is. Then also, like, I can actually get some sort of tracking metrics on who's doing what. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I mean, and you know, I think that consistency is really important as well because you know, um, you know, if you're purchasing from, we'll just say Ingram Micro, for instance, you know, there's thousands of different, we'll we'll just say HP configurations for a computer, for instance. So with us, what we do is we make it so you can have company wide favorites. So that way you're always selling those same systems over and over again. Um, And then you can even have your own personal favorites. So that way you have that consistency. Um, And then the other nice thing is everybody's using the same templates, you know, so what does that quote look like? So if. Joe sends the quote out, it looks one way. And when Sarah sends it out, it looks the same way. Look at that. You've got that branding consistency across the entire company line. Um, And then the other thing that's great, too, is the fact that um, you have the ability um, to, like you said, track um, or you have an approval process. Um, So like you know, in our own company, we use QuoteWorks ourselves. Um, And when I bring on a new sales rep, what we do is we actually make it so any quote that goes out that's over $1 has to get approved. So that way, yeah.
0: What are you selling under a dollar?
1: Well, (laughs) you know, you know, that way we make sure everything has to get approved before it goes out that yeah. way we've got that training metric um and then then we go ahead you know after the first couple of quotes then we increase that up and and so on and so forth um until it gets to a certain amount And then like anything over that amount has to get approved no matter what no matter how long that that rep has been with us sort of thing
0: so this this has to help with commissions obviously right like because at the end yeah. of the day if if i if i'm basing what i'm paying my reps you know on and obviously labor versus hardware versus software subscription, different profitability and like different math, right? But like at the end of the day, your system's tracking that, right? What you're selling versus what you're buying, what the price is. I'm sure you can tell if you're actually making money off a deal versus losing, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Helping the commission stuff. Yeah, and, and the other thing that's nice about
1: that too is, you know, you're able, like you said, you're able to track that. You can also have it so reports are automatically sent out to your sales manager, you know, um, every night or whatever you want to do. So that way they can see that they also have dashboards within the system. And they can even, you know, bring up their cell phone and and, and look at the the dashboard there as well to make sure that, you know, sales are on point uh, for one particular rep, as well as for the entire company as well.
0: Yeah, no, that's so important, because I know the back office people, right, the people who are making sure it makes it into QuickBooks, are the same probably people that are figuring out what, people are owed for their sales, right? Yeah. Like, that's the other part, right? It takes forever sometimes if you're doing things manually to figure out what's what's the the final number. Yeah, definitely. Um
1: and and that's the other thing too with QuoteWorks is, you know, it it is you, you can be customer facing with Quoteworks. You can also be, you know, the back office people are also using it as well. It's not just, you know, that that simple sales tool. It's that one that overall solution.
0: Somebody asked me to ask you about an RFQ system. What's that?
1: Yeah. So vendor RFQ is something that we launched. um, I think it was about a year and a half, two years ago now. And what that allows you to do um, is actually consolidate all of your vendor communication in one spot. So, you know, we talk a lot about the quoting process, you know, to your customers, but there's the quoting that happens before that as well, right? There's the, Yeah, exactly. So, you know, um, especially with vendors that don't have like an electronic interface to be able to get like API uh, costs and availability and stuff like that, or maybe you've got a larger deal. So what you can do is you can actually say, hey, I've got this, this great deal I've got. I need, you know, seven systems and, um, you know, it's going to be in three different locations and you can send out a, an RFQ like as a shotgun blast out to all of your vendors and say hey what can you do for me and you can track all of that mm-hmm. and you can have communication back and forth in that one spot as opposed to having to go emails back and forth because you know emails get lost um <laughs> you know and then you're talking about you know being able to stay on top of that as well so you've got that dashboard that one panel where you can see all of that and then you can actually award that deal to that vendor, and that's get, that gets locked in, and then that price that they quoted you then gets back into the quote unquote works, and it's all tied together.
0: Wow, that's, I, I mean, I wasn't even thinking about you as the person putting out the RFQ, right? Usually yeah. you're the one responding to the RFQ, so I didn't even think about the reverse of that. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool, actually, that saves you a lot of time, and quite frankly, is, am I allowed to use the words, Fisher Price?
1: actually my my uh my great-grandmother used to work for fisher price so i think we can do that
0: <laughs> okay i'll take that i mean part of the part of the big problem when you're bringing people into the organization is training right mm-hmm. i mean like getting them to understand the process to ultimately get to what you're trying to get them to do for you and let's face it some people in some businesses and i've been around the block a long time too they like it's like a game for them right they're like oh no i can get a better price and then like all of a sudden you're a half day into just getting a price on a computer that like really you're only going to make $50 on anyway. Like you, you lost your, you lost your time. Right. But some people love that science. Like this kind of takes all of that rat race stuff out of the mix. Um, yeah. That's interesting. And then you also, you know, I don't know if you still do it because I know a lot of people, uh, people still do business with Dell mm-hmm. um, like the whole way that they do their quoting. Right. Like yep. it's a little bit different than everybody else.
1: Yeah, so we still work with Dell um, as long as you're a Dell Premier partner and you are able to, you know, through their punch out system, you're able to log into your portal and uh, you can either import an existing quote that a a Dell sales rep created for you, or you can actually create and configure your own system through your portal on Dell and then go ahead and bring that into the quote and quote works as well. And then assuming that you win that quote, uh, the customer accepts that quote, you can then price the
0: order with Dell as well. That's cool. How pretty can you make these, right? I know a lot of people are like, hey, you know, really want it to look really slick. You know, I want, yeah. it, to, I want it to feel modern.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is with QuoteWorks, you can make it look however you want. It's completely customizable. You know, some people like very basic stuff. They just want like a single line item with the list price and then what the customer is gonna be paying. That's great. Other people, they want a, you know, a full MSP contract with, you know, all everything already filled out for them with pictures and spec sheets and, you know, terms and conditions and all of that. You can do that as well. So you can do a one page quote. You can do a 50 page proposal. It just depends on what you need for that particular
0: job on that particular day. All right, what's the most complex one you've ever seen? Because I know some people got a little crazy. Like to the point where it's like, is the customer going to even read all of this? It's like the Apple terms and conditions. Yeah. How bad has this gotten? I mean, I've seen
1: some pretty bad ones, especially i don't even want to go into that but we're in lots of different industries so you know the it industry is our our primary focus i'm not going to lie when it comes to that that's that's where john the founder of the company came from that's where i came from but we're in almost every industry out there you know including like audio visual even hvac um you know one of my favorite stories one of my first sales when yes i had a sales hat uh was to a, a lady that sold cookies out of her house and she quoted using quote works um so i know i know um so we're, we're flexible and we can be used in any scenario that you could possibly use that has line item base quoting um now the the one exception to that um is when it comes to insurance i tell people we don't touch that although um there are insurance companies that use it. And that's probably where
0: I've seen the most complex quote. Could <laughs> you oh wow. Insurance, like it's yeah. All yeah. the disclaimers, could you imagine that get rolled into the insurance quote? It's it, it's crazy. It really is. Yeah. That's that's nuts. What about is there any integration? Is you obviously put a lot of emphasis on integrations. Yeah. Like. Now what's, what's big these days is like where you're shipping to and the sales tax collection required in order to do that, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm starting to hear that that's becoming a you know, major pain in everybody's behind because even like a lot of these distributors, like you get tax exempt, but now because you're shipping to another state outside of the place where you have exemption, you actually now are in a different boat and it's a little bit harder to manage. Right. And that's where
1: integrations do come into play. So with QuoteWorks, we have some very basic tax capabilities built in, and we're able to get um, tax rates um, that are updated pretty regularly. Um, but it's not going to be, you know, the the full Avalara experience. Now, the reason I bring up Avalara is because we do have a partner using our API that has written an integration for Avalara with QuoteWorks. And okay. so you are able to get that full experience. You're able to get the line item detailed tax information because, you know, here in Florida, taxes are easy when it comes to products for the for the most part. You know, it's, you know, services are, are not taxable, product is. That's essentially what it is, what it's like. But in other jurisdictions, that's not the way it is. And so using that Avalara integration, you're able to handle all of your taxing needs based
0: on the ship to location. Okay. Now here's a magic question. I think everybody's going to ask other than how much does this cost? And we'll put that off to the side, but yeah. how long does it take to actually interact with the tool? Because I'm going to be honest with you, I've seen some pretty crappy quoting software out there over the years. It's like, it takes an hour to create what should be like a five minute job. And you're just watching this thing go like this. And it's like, you want to punch the screen. Well, I'll
1: tell you this. We've never had a video game on our software while you're trying to do something. And some of you might know what I'm talking about and I'll, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll move on from there. So um, when it comes to you know starting with the software, I mean, some people get it right away. You know, it's especially, you know, if you're used to using like Excel or Word to create a quote, it's gonna be very easy to go down that path. But, you know, most people, it'll take them, you know, our implementation takes about two and a half to three hours. Um, we'll do that for you as part of, if you purchase our implementation service. And after that, you're pretty much able to start creating quotes. You know, we'll do some basic training with that, um, but we we will do more uh, training options. But most people within a few hours are
0: able to be very effective within the solution. Okay, so that's you yeah, that's that's kind of important. And then, is this now delivered? I assume as a like a SaaS solution, cloud based, or like what's yeah? Do I have to put yeah. this on the server? Like how does this work?
1: Yeah. So. QuoteWorks has been around a long time. You know, um, we started off as a desktop solution. Um, we we are now a hybrid solution. We're not just fully cloud, but by the end of the year, the plan is to be um, have a fully cloud option if that's what people want. That being said, a um, majority of our customers still are on-prem. I don't know. Uh, We do offer a cloud solution. So you're able to log into QuoteWorks Web, do everything as a sales rep that you'd need to be able to do in the browser. Everything, you know, we'll host the data for you. It synchronizes down. Everything works great. Um, So, you know, as opposed to with some minor stuff, so like layout design, you might have to use the desktop product, but it all synchronizes up. And like I said, by the end of the year, hopefully we'll have a solution for that as well. Okay. So 1 million dollars. <laughs> well, so we're a little bit different than everybody else because we're not based on named users. We're based on concurrent users. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, you know, some companies, they'll have 10 sales reps, but they only need three licenses of our small core
0: Because that's, that's slick.
1: Well, yeah, because, you know, you're not always creating a quote, right? You know, you should be out there, you know, hitting the pavement, getting getting those deals signed, you know, finding out what customers need. Um, And then maybe a third of the time, you'll be creating a quote, probably less. Um, And so basically, you're looking at, you know, if you need the full stack, you're looking at about $100 a user per month. It's not bad. No, no, it really isn't. And that's the full stack. If you don't purchase from distribution, if you don't want the quote valet piece, you're looking, you're going to cut that in half.
0: Hmm. And like, do I got to sign a
1: three year Contra? Uh, no, we don't believe in that. Um, actually, uh, the nice thing is, is uh, you can uh, basically you can cancel at any time if you're on a monthly subscription. Um, the other option that we off- offer people as well, because we do have a- an on-prem option. A lot of people still elect to buy the licenses outright, hmm. believe it or not. Um, I mean, it's it's significantly less expensive over the long haul. Um, But if you're not sure what you want, you can go month to month and then be like, you know what, this really is working out for me. Let's go ahead and purchase the licenses ourselves. Interesting. Wow.
0: 88,000 users. Yes. In 101 countries. How do you handle the currency thing? I assume you got to have multi-currency built in.
1: We do have multi-currency support. Yes. And (laughs) uh, we handle all the fun decimals and everything else as
0: well. (laughs) Well, some of these places don't even have decimals. Let's be honest. That's true too. And to Iceland, you should see what <laughs> the pricing looks like. You got. Oh, like, I know, I Got to pull up the calculator every time. <laughs> um, and, th- and that was just layover, right? You're like, how much does this Coke Zero cost? Is it like ten thousand? Is it a dollar? What is? What's going on here? <laughs> um, so, being let's let's flip to the other side. So, the, by, by the way, awesome, love it. Mm-hmm. By the way, you guys have been around for a long time. Yep. Obviously, the company's grown. Like, this is the true, like, hey, I bootstrapped the company. I built it up over time. 88,000 users is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and we're independent, too. That's the other thing that kind of sets us apart from a lot of other, we'll just say, quoting tools out there these days is the fact that we are not, um, you know, beholden to any other company. So the nice thing is, is like, we, we see the good things in all the different, you know, PSA solutions out there and all the different vendors out there. We also see all the bad things about all of them as well. Um, but we don't discriminate. Um, and we integrate with all of them and we keep adding more functionality with every single one. So, um, you know, just recently we added something new for Autotask. We have something new coming out with ConnectWise soon as well. So, you know, we're always adding new functionality. So it's not like, Oh, we're owned by this company, so we're not going to do anything with this solution anymore. We those those users will be happy. No, we don't do that. I didn't That's say I didn't use names.
0: That never happens. No, never. No. Everybody just plays fun in the sandbox, right? Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, longevity counts by the way. I do believe that. And quite yeah. frankly, yeah, I mean, sometimes people don't play fun in the sandbox, but at some point it seems to always work its way out eventually.
1: Yeah. And, and that's the other thing, too. I, I think that um, as people have been playing in the sandbox as long as some of us have, you know, we realize that, that, you know, in the in a year or two from now, that same person might be working for somebody else. And so you should probably think about what you're going to say or what you're going to do. And uh, just because you never know where you're going to end up. Unlike me, who has been here forever, but you know that's a whole other story.
0: Listen, if you're there, you obviously like what you're doing. Let's be honest. I do.
1: It's a great company; it really is, and great people. Um, You know, speaking of great people, um, you know, our tech support is probably some of the best in the industry. I don't know. I mean, you've been around. um, You know, one of the things that's nice about us is the fact that you know we're real people. Um, You can pick up the phone and give us a call. We're we're U.S. based when it comes to. I was going to say,
0: where's that forwarding to? (laughs)
1: it's all us-based here in orlando florida uh you can um we do have we do offer tickets but you can definitely give us a call um and and talk to a real person within minutes and it's not like you're on hold for 30 minutes either usually the whole time is like three to
0: five minutes max I mean, do you offer discounted theme park tickets too? I mean, what's (laughs) point? Not not us, no, no. But
1: I I can definitely show you around if you need to.
0: I I gotcha. We're in Orlando. I feel like every other event's in Orlando. I might as well just like, you know, have you on speed dial. Um, What's going on? Like you guys do an in-person event every once in a while too, right?
1: Yeah, so our last in-person event was literally a week before the world shut down. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> wow, I know the uh, timing. So, I guess
1: yeah, um, it was very interesting. It was you know we had people canceling at the last minute. We're like, what's going on? <laughs> um, but uh, so right now we're doing a lot of virtual events um, as far as for ourselves. But um, we will have in-person events. We're planning on hopefully next year we'll be coming back to in-person events. Um, but we what we also do as well as for some of the larger events out there, like you know. The IT Nation Connects and um Datto Cons. we'll do trainings
0: before those events as well. There you go. Piggybacking off the fact that people are paying the travel, which is important because I feel like it's getting more expensive. It definitely um, is. <laughs> especially if you're not buying in that sweet spot, that 45 days out, right? Right. So 23 years. You've been at, you've been to a lot of events, you've heard a lot of crazy stories, maybe been involved in a few of them. I, I don't know um what would you say is your craziest it channel story that you can come to mind like like you wouldn't believe it like when people ask me what my craziest story is it's not about an it channel story it's about getting pulled over standing in line buying stamps at a post office (laughs) i mean Uh, i can tell you this with a straight face because it sounds ridiculous but it happened yeah um
1: i don't know I, i i think that you know I, I probably shouldn't talk about a lot of my crazy stories. All right, what's one that you can
0: talk about? How about that?
1: Yeah, that's um, you know, really, I I don't have that many crazy stories that I feel
0: comfortable talking
1: about. I'll be okay. honest with you.
0: That, that means you need to find Brian at the bar at the next event, and then all of a sudden you're gonna hear about
1: it. Yeah, we'll just we'll just go with that.
0: Okay, fair enough. Um you've definitely been at you know i feel like you've been at every major conference in orlando since since i can remember running into at the first one definitely at the it nation in november cuz that's the one that anchors the year right and by the way it's kind of convenient that you're in orlando and like all of a sudden that's where everybody ends up is it, is it did you did you have anything to do with that? I don't know what's going on. I I, I, I did not. Um, <laughs> but I, ironically enough,
1: our, we, we just moved our office. But prior to this this move, our, we could see the IT Nation Hotel from our office, which was always a, a fun event. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's, it's really interesting that there are so many events here in Orlando. Um, but I feel like it's about at least a third, maybe half. Yeah, definitely. I mean, well, I remember like 10 years ago, every single event was in Vegas. So yeah. I mean, I'm happy that things are on our coast. Um, you know, I'm definitely not going to as but many I, events. I, I think oh, people ahead. figured out that Vegas is where people go not to go to your show. They just say they're there. Exactly. I mean, how many times do you, see, you know, when when you're not at the show, you see people, you know, you know, walking down the strip or whatever. I mean, it's just crazy i feel like vegas is
0: the place where you like it's the hardest place to have an event yeah i understand it may be caught it may be cheaper to do it there but people don't show up it defeats purpose exactly exactly i Um, I guess i guess on the orlando side that could end up at either disney world or sea world or uh you know what's the other guy universal there you go universal i guess there's like the space kennedy space center or whatever over there and there's like there's alligator land I there's so many things to do
1: yeah, well, and the thing is though, here you're not just you know walking right out the hotel and you're right there, you know, for the most part, unless you're at you you know your your event is at Universal, your event is at Disney, um, you know, for the most part, you know, you're gonna have to get into a car. Whereas in you know Vegas, you just walk right out there and you're in the
0: middle of everything. So. Yeah, the strip is 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 a little, but looks like it's not that far of a walk. It's deceiving. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> there's a the reason why there's buses, shuttles, and trains going up and down the strip. Exactly. Um, it'll be it'll be curious to, 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 to you know because you've been now through two thousand and eight, you've now been through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. We're now kind of in a potentially financial bad area, so they say now all right it's so like you've seen this now because like i I assume that you know with all of the users and companies on your platform, you can tell the volume of quotes right? They're either quoted or closed and like you have a little bit of a macro view. I don't know, maybe, maybe not, but what are you seeing? What what's your prognostication now? Right. Cause like I feel like people are like, well, I don't know, all these big companies are cutting people. And like, you know, everybody's even the smaller guys are like, well, I can't not pay attention to that, right? Like the interest rate's super high now. Yep. So I see, isn't maybe the most attractive thing. And like you're starting to see maybe a slowdown in ordering and buying because people are like, Well, I don't know where things are gonna be in 30, 60, 90, 120 days, right?
1: I think it really depends and why I say it depends is because, um, you know, those that work in lots of different industries, I think are going to be pretty safe. Um, Those that are focused on one or two industries, those are the ones that might have some issues moving forward. Um, I always recommend, you know, having some diversity in your customer base uh, for that reason. That's one of the reasons why we have been successful ourselves, especially like in 2008, um, that was our, you know, 2008, 2009 was our our, our worst year ever, um, you know, as a company. Um, but that being said, you know, we are we've always been on a growth traje- trajectory um, and we've always recovered because we are in all these different industries. So when one industry has a problem, the other one, there's usually another industry that's picking up. Um, and so that's, that's what I, I would say. The other thing too, um, you know, especially when it comes to a quoting aspect and from a team aspect, you know, you want to look at making sure that you are, you know, you don't have too many people on the bench, so to speak. So as you need to get leaner, you have to look at how you're going to handle that and, you know, what tools you're going to use to do that. And I think that, you know, that's, that's true with your own company as well as other company, you know, the companies that you're going to be working with as well. So I think if you find that aspect and that niche to get in there to make them more efficient, I think that's going to be the way to go, even as we have issues, possibly in the future.
0: I got to think there's issues. Yeah, Uh, let's hope they're not bad and not recoverable. But I mean, it's, you know, when banks start having problems, I think that's a pretty clear sign we could have some issues coming.
1: Well, I think what's going to be interesting is with the the work from home and how many people are not in offices now. Um, that's estate, yeah. that's where real estate for commercial and banks is going to be interesting over the next few years. I think.
0: Yeah, I you know like these leases that are coming off the eight, nine, 10 year leases, right? Like, what are they going to do? Have I, you know up here in the Northeast, some of these they're talking about malls converting into like Amazon fulfillment centers, right? I mean, it's yeah. not, yeah, I guess.
1: I mean, you got to do something with the space, right? And the and the infrastructure is there, so you might as well do something with it. I mean, you know, we've seen it here, um, you know, where you know businesses just aren't renewing their leases um and uh you know you've got empty floors and, and big office buildings so it's you know you, you got to pay that rent so it's going to be
0: interesting to see what happens but in florida where you don't have enough housing to like handle the income of people that are that are net new to the state you could convert those into like living space <laughs> i suppose so <laughs> it's i so i funny. mean like you're you're seeing the same thing i'm seeing right like somebody said uh, on a call not too long ago, there's a thousand new people moving to Florida a day.
1: Yeah, it it's it really is crazy. Uh, I mean, we saw a big spike, you know, during the beginning of the, of the pandemic as people started to move from like the Northeast as as well as from California. You know, where where I live, um, you know, Disney is making a big change where they're moving. I think it's something like two thousand Imagineers from California over to to Orlando. So I mean, it's it's definitely a boom, but I don't I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Like I said, over the next few years.
0: Yeah, all they can tell me is that the traffic's worse.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and we and we don't have good public transportation either. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, D- Disney has a good bus system. Maybe they can t- teach everybody how to do it, huh?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Just saying. Uh, and then the other thing I noticed while I'm in town, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The electric charging thing isn't all it's cracked up to be. It's a little hard to get that that car charge for you turning into the rental place.
1: Uh, I don't know anything about that, to be
0: honest (laughs) with you. So, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Well, Brian, I appreciate your time. For anyone that wants to find more information about QuoteWorks yourself, find you online. Where do they get? Yeah, I mean I would just
1: go to quoteworks.com. That's W-E-R-K-S, by the way. Q-U-O-T-E-W-E-R-K-S. Uh, you can go to quotingsoftware.com as well if that's easier for you. Uh, that's the best place to go. You can also give us a call, uh 407-248-1481. Uh, we've got plenty of information on our website. We don't um, you know, make it so it's hard to find information. There's no um there's no wall where you have to put in you know your your contact information. Everything is right there for you. We're very open and uh,
0: we're available to answer any questions that you might have. Awesome. Well, be sure at the next event, Brian at the bar, crazy stories. He has them, I promise.
1: You might be involved (laughs) in a few of those, George.
0: (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) All right, pal. See you at the next one. All right, man. Talk to you later. You got it.